0: There's joy in every journey.
1: Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Joining us on the line right now from our Radio.com Sports NBA insider, Brian Scalabrini. And the insider calls brought to you by Pennzoil Motor Oils. Made from natural gas, the proof is in the Pennzoil. Brian, how you doing? Uh, I've
2: been better. You know, I'm a little bit disappointed about what's all going on right now
1: because of not just
2: sports but everything. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I do have faith that we'll, everyone will figure this thing
1: out. Uh, I've been telling everybody all day the the craziness of toilet papers and disinfectant wipes and the arguing. <laughs> and uh, it's it's just just be calm, kind of be vigilant wash your hands, you know, if people are sick, stay away. Don't cough out in public on people. Put it into your arm or whatever, and, and we'll get through this. Um, but it, the NBA was very vigilant. They were the first big domino to fall, and that pretty much was a trickle-down effect for all other leagues. Uh got to ask you, as a former player, have you been pretty proud of the way uh, Adam Silver has handled things?
2: Yeah, I guess so. I mean, I, I think that uh, I kind of felt like two weeks ago it was just a matter of when a player was going to get it and then then they were going to do this so i don't know if if they thought ahead and just said hey well you know these guys meet all the time the board of governors have a meeting here, board of governors have a meeting there i wonder if they just met and said okay there's plan a no fans in the building we're going to play these games and then plan b if someone on a team uh contracts the virus then we're just going to have to cancel or postpone the season so it was, I mean, they, they played as many games. I know this thing was pretty fluid and how fast it moves. But for me, being a guy who goes to, like, you know, I, I call games for the Boston Celtics. So I'm at every game. And as soon as they brought this up, I started watching the environment, 20,000 people. Then you read on how it's transmitted. It was just a matter of time before something like this was going to happen as far as, you know, the, the coronavirus getting uh, contracted by a player
1: so now what now i mean i everybody says okay about 30-day moratorium then we'll kind of make a decision from there where do you see this going now okay so this is a
2: lot of people are all over the board on this one here's where i stand i do nba players are going to meet up again on on monday they're going to start uh having a meeting and just discuss pros and cons of what's going on and working out and, and getting tested and i know that these practice facilities will not have a lot of people going through them. And I think NBA players still say, stay a little self-quarantined and, and, uh, and you know, and letting this thing die down. I will say that, you know, when you said that the NBA was the first domino, it's amazing. The amount of people that followed suit since the NBA, as far as like, even in my life with my daughter had a, had a, a semifinal game that got canceled. School sports got, that got canceled. Like as soon as the NBA said, we're canceling the season, everyone followed suit. But I wonder on the reverse end of that. In 30 days from now, if the NBA starts picking up, does that mean life starts picking up again? Does that mean people start going out in public again? So I do think in about 30 days they will be playing, and I don't know if they'll be playing in front of fans or not. But I will mention this. I, I, I do think back-to-backs, you know, like when they talk about arena availability, it's very difficult to schedule games when you're, you're avoiding back-to-backs or you're avoiding three games in a row I actually believe that the NBA will end up playing things like back to back to back games and back to back in the playoffs, which you usually get you know a couple games within the first round. It would not shock me at all if all the games are played and in the playoffs we play the seven game series that they are were um, accustomed to doing this this whole time. So, which means that your Milwaukee Bucks have a little bit of an advantage because they're younger and they have a pretty deep bench. So, you, when I always think like bench scoring or depth. It's completely overrated. If the NBA wants to play all these games and they want to play a fast-forward schedule in the playoffs, depth becomes a really important
1: part of winning in uh, the NBA now. So you think they'll try to get them all in still? So which is interesting because many do. people are saying that that said, nah, no, they're just going to go right to the playoffs. Others are going to say no, they'll just pick up uh, where they left off and you know get a little bit of a, an abbreviated schedule and then call, so you're kind of thinking they might try to squeeze it all in, huh? And and not only that, because here's the complicated version of this, and maybe it's not. Maybe I'm
2: looking into it. But there's a lot of guys that hit free agency on June 30th. Are they going to change the collective bargaining agreement? Are they going to change the NBA draft date? Are they going to change summer league? Like, once you start uh, linking into, are they going to change the Olympics? I don't know if that's going to happen or not. But by you making the decision that you're going to push this thing into July or August, that means that you are making the decision for all these things to get pushed off down the road. So, you know, like players are eligible to be traded after on June 30th. Like, What what happens there? So are they going to reevaluate the collective bargaining agreement or are they going to try to fit everything in so the rest of the world's or the rest of the NBA state status quo, including these kids that just lost the NCAA tournament? Now, if you're a senior, are you starting to get ready for the uh, for the NBA draft? Are you, um, are you, uh, trying to petition to go back because you got basically the NCAA tournament taken away from you and there's this talk like Gio Ariema said seniors should have the right to come back to school the next year to go out there and play an additional year because they have the right to earn their right to the NCAA tournament as a senior so there's a lot of variables to this but the NBA squeezing it into their timeline it doesn't disrupt those variables.
1: Um, when it comes to like a guy like Rudy Gobert, now I know he apologized, and there was a callousness to it, almost making fun of this. Um, as, a, as a player in that locker room, and obviously another one did come down with the coronavirus, but as guys that played against him, guys that could possibly have the coronavirus, do you think there's an ill will or do you think that this was just a, like a lot of those guys felt that you know, you're in the NBA, you've got the best of, of medical care. You're kind of immune to this. You're kind of you almost feel invincible at times, don't you? So, that's a good
2: question and that's a good way of posing it, right? Like if if you're Rudy Gobert and you're setting screens and you're high-fiving guys along the way and there's like you're sitting right next to guys and you're communicating right next to guys on the bench like what do you want to do on the screen and roll? And obviously that guy sitting next to you is breathing in all the you know, like like during that time, he's huffing and puffing, and they talk about how if uh, this thing is transmitted, right? So yeah, like I don't know if I'm blaming Rudy Gobert for Donovan Mitchell getting it, but here's the thing: you want to act very cavalier about this and just like act like this is not a big deal. You better not be patient zero on this one, right? So I think that that's what he has to end up living with, and he came out and apologized. But I'm not sure that his cavalier attitude of touching the microphones and making fun of this situation is smart if you're going to act like that. So I do I blame him for passing it on to Donovan Mitchell or to other NBA players? No, I do not blame Rudy Gobert. But once again, our society and the way it works is if you do the things that he did and he's patient zero, then there's going to be some backlash on him.
1: Um, when you talk about the NBA playing out the season, now I do want to get into some of the X's and O's. The Celtics were the team. The next team on the schedule to play the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, that to me was feeling almost like maybe a playoff game or a, a confidence-building game for either the Celtics or the Bucks. Bucks trying to get off of that three-game win streak or three-game losing streak. Um, what is the 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 break? Do. Uh, obviously the Bucks get healthy, Giannis gets healthy that knee gets healthy if he's going to be sitting down for a month, I mean most likely when he comes back most of these teams should be back to full strength barring massive injuries uh, or major injuries, so to me w- w- what is something like this you had mentioned it favors the Bucks because they're a younger basketball team, do the Bucs not only have the best record and one of the best players, if not the best player, do they have the advantage coming out of something like this?
2: Uh, I, I 100% think the Bucks. if, if it's is my plan, right? My plan would be we you play all the games, the 18 games left in the season, 17, 16, whatever the number is, and you play a fast-forward playoff schedule, which would, you know, go into the revenue. And remember, TV these are billions and billions of TV uh, TV dollars are at stake and billions and billions of advertising dollars at stake as well, right? So if, if it worked the way I wanted it to work, the Bucks have the biggest advantage in the NBA, not just in the Eastern Conference where you mentioned they're the youngest. Giannis plays the hardest. He plays every game. He's accustomed to playing at that level night in and night out. They beat people quickly, like when they go and play uh, Orlando or Brooklyn. They smack them around really quickly. Giannis would get his rest. So when I look at the, the road to the NBA Finals, is not as grueling as it is in the uh, Western Conference. And just like LeBron having to play at his age, if it's Lakers-Bucks, LeBron having to play back-to-back, if, if that's what it turns into, then, uh, yeah, that's going to be challenging. I do think the Bucks – like, like, this is only speculating it based off of my opinion on what I think should do, it, what, what should happen. But if that does happen, Buck's significant advantage moving forward.
1: Talking with uh, Brian Scalabrini, our Radio.com Sports NBA insider. Um, Is LeBron the MVP this season? Oh, you know, Giannis is the
2: MVP. LeBron's going to win the MVP for all the many reasons. I mean, if this thing gets played out. And, I listen, at this is what I thought before the coronavirus suspended the season, because I do believe that the people at ESPN, LeBron, and all the stuff that he does, the Lifetime Achievement Award for him being 35, there are ways to spin it where people will vote for LeBron. If the people who just look at stats and say like how dominant of, a, of, of how dominant Giannis has been this year, historically dominant, if people look at that they will vote for Giannis. But the emotion, it's impossible for that not to come into play. LeBron has a lot of people, like the media machine around him. And, listen, I'm not saying he doesn't deserve it by, by all means. Like, he's having a sensational year. I think Giannis is having a historic year. But I just truly believe, and because of the fact that Giannis won it last year, people are more likely to get voter fatigue, and they would have voted for LeBron, but uh, I
1: think this whole thing throws a weird
2: caveat into all of this.
1: Yeah, no, I completely agree with you. Brian, appreciate it as always. Love talking to you, and we'll chat more down the road, okay? You got it, anytime. Thanks, pal. There you go. That's Radio.com Sports NBA Insider Brian Scalabrini. The Insider Calls brought to you by Pennzoil Motor Oils made from natural gas. The proof is in the Pennzoil. You can also uh, hear the uh, Scalabrini on his podcast available on Radio.com and wherever you find podcasts, which is great basketball talk with everything you need to hear about on the NBA. Uh, Just search Scal, S-C-A-L, Scal, wherever you find podcasts.